I always would have been like, what if I just kept trying? You know, you always have to just like keep trying and just make sure that you don't, you keep your eye on the prize because the prize is great. And like, listen, the struggles are super real, but so are the wins. And the feeling that you get as an entrepreneur, when you have created something from nothing and something, you know, you get one of those wins, it's like, oh my God, you feel like you're like King Kong. It's the most amazing thing ever. Sylvia and me. Hi, I'm Sylvia Beckerman. Join me today as I talk to an extraordinary woman who is changing the world by making a difference in her life and the lives of those around her. Hi, my name is Jackie Botello. I'm the owner of Above and Beyond VIP Concierge for a hospitality and event agency, and this is Sylvia and me. Jackie, uh, thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad to welcome you again because you were one of our first guests back almost two years ago in 2019 at the very beginning of this journey of podcasting. I wanted to go into a little bit of how you got to where you are. And what I mean is, I know that you're from Connecticut, where I am right now, and you took it upon yourself to actually move out to San Diego by yourself because it was something you wanted to try. And that takes a lot of courage and gumption as a young woman to just say, okay, I need to try something different. Um, I want to get out of this security and try if I can succeed on my own. So I know you did. And you did something amazing in San Francisco, uh, San Diego, I mean. Can you tell us? what that journey was in San Diego? Yeah. So like you said, I mean, talk about a comfort zone. I had it pretty much made in uh, Connecticut. I, you know, I'm right near New York city. I had a huge network there. I had a huge network in Connecticut. I had, you know, a big family and friends and it was really amazing. My job was really fun and I was doing really, really well with my sales job. But, um, but yeah, I just, I always felt like there was something more out there for me and I didn't really know how I would be able to reach it if I stayed in the same, you know, stayed with the same momentum that I was going to. I wanted to really reach my potential and I knew I had to do something bold. Um, I don't know what it was about San Diego. It's kind of crazy when, you know, your gut just like tells you to do something that's like completely ridiculous and then you do it and it works out. Um, makes you really learn how to trust yourself. And yeah, I moved there with no job and no friends at 27. And uh, because I didn't have any hospitality experience, but I did have sales experience. And all I did was cold call all day. I just basically put together a little kind of like a brag book sort of thing, a nice resume folder with my resume on one side, some recommendation letters from my boss and also from some of my clients on another. And I just cold called myself at a bunch of hotels and I ended up getting the head concierge position at this beautiful hotel at the beach. And, um, you know, when we got there, when I got there, um, it was our first day. I'm like, all right, so what do I do on my first day? And they're just like, oh, tend to the guests. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm from the East Coast and we put programs in place. So I put together this great program that I pioneered and it helped us go from number 11 to number three on TripAdvisor in less than four months. And the well, guests were just like wowed by it. Okay. And, and so you not only succeeded in being able to get yourself into an industry that you had never been in before. 
And you did what a lot of people don't realize, and that is we all have certain skills, but they're not necessarily um, specific, all specific to one industry, one career. And you were able to take that uh, and branch out into something that you wanted to try, which you actually succeeded quite well at. As you said, you brought this little boutique hotel from number one to number 11. Then you did something that a lot of people, again, wouldn't have the courage to do. And that is you decided you wanted to try and, and dip your toe into New York City using some of the uh, skill set that you had acquired and the program you did. And you were able to transfer that and transform something called above and beyond concierge. Yeah. How did you even go about, I mean, you're, you're a woman on your own, you have this entrepreneurial um, skill set that maybe you didn't even realize you had. You left the comfort of out West where you were doing well. Uh, why New York? Growing up in Fairfield County, Connecticut, I was in the city all the time and I had okay. a really solid network there, but I, you know, um, the turnover rate is crazy in New York, you know, it's a transplant city. And so when I moved back, um, I moved back and I just want to be clear, like San Diego was amazing, but it was never supposed to, I was never putting my roots down or anything like that. I, I really like knew that the West, the East coast is where I was going to, you know, like grow up, but I just really wanted to dip my feet in, like you said, dip my feet into somewhere that was completely outside of my comfort zone, just to see what I could do out there. And, um, because I was, uh, getting all so many great reviews for the hotel and the hotel was getting such great reviews. Everybody was saying they went above and beyond, above and beyond. So that's why I named the company above and beyond VIP concierge. I never thought that it was going to be my company one day. Um, it was supposed to just be kind of like a side project while I was, you know, getting back into sales, but you should never chase the dollar. You chase the dream. I chased the dollar. I, I moved back to the East coast. I got back into sales and, um, you know, I just wasn't, very happy in the positions that I got. Um, I do love sales, but you know, this woman asked me one day, she was like, you know, if money wasn't an issue, what would you do? And she's like, I'm sure you've asked yourself that question a million times, but I didn't. So I was like, oh, well, I would do what I did in San Diego. And that's actually the day that I started my LLC. I remember literally Googling how to start an LLC as soon as I left honestly signed up with the first company I saw. And I was like, I need an LLC for above and beyond VIP concierge. And that's how it started. Um, taking what I learned in my sales life and kind of marrying that with what I did at the hotel. Um, you know, I guess, I guess the coolest thing about my, my journey is that I was able to channel, I, I kind of went off the beaten path, like the, you know, the designated path. And I just kind of really follow like what I'm good at. Like I'm very hospitable. I'm really, I go out of my way to make sure that everybody feels so appreciated and so just happy when they're around me. And, you know, that energy that I'm, I'm able to provide is actually, you know, I'm lucky to have a staff who also has that energy and the company is now, you know, radiating that kind of energy and people who book through us, they truly feel like they are a part of our family because we treat them like they are. So well, that's okay. how we- 
brought all I, that together. I want to interrupt you for a second and go back just a little bit. When we first uh, talked almost two years ago or a year and a half ago, um, you were just starting out. You were getting all, you know, a number of clients and then the pandemic hit. And one of the things that you did, your, your um, concierge services uh, are really geared towards experiences, events, in person, having people meet other people in person. The pandemic put a stop to that. And I know that you have been able to adapt to what we needed to do and what people really needed. Uh, how did you, how were you able to just really turn on a dime and, and in your head, how did you go from having total in-person events to these virtual, uh, which have actually helped a lot of people who were feeling so alone and disconnected, you managed to connect people. So what, what was in your mind as to how you were going to do this? Um, yes, so we shut our doors on, um, on Friday the 13th in March. And a week before that, I remember looking in the mirror and saying to myself on my way to the Marriott meeting, I was like, holy crap, you did it. Because everybody told me this was never going to happen. And it did. We were we were hosting like at least 10 corporate events every single month. We were doing our own branded events, which, you know, I'll give back to the community. So we were donating a ton of money to the community while we were creating a community with the people that um, were coming to our events. And we were creating quite a following. And then, yeah, we were going and signing up with the Marriott to take over their concierge. It was amazing. And then overnight it was over. And then I got COVID, which was really scary because in the beginning, you know, um, all you were seeing on the news is how many people were dying from it. And you, your doctor says like, okay, you have COVID, do not leave the house unless you can't breathe. And it was so scary. Um, but then finally, when uh, I got over COVID, I was like, you know what? I've worked way too hard to let this stop me. So I kind of went back to square one. I mean, the way we started doing events was because I started having game nights and dinners at my house. So I started doing game nights virtually. And then we started hosting corporate events virtually. And, you know, it, it's kind of funny as an event planner because, yeah, of course, you're not able to create the same experience for the guests virtually as you are regularly. But as an event planner, it was kind of a dream. I mean, like, I did not have to be in heels for 10 hours at a time, which was amazing. <laughs> um, it didn't really matter what the weather was like or where the venue was centrally located or actually didn't have to deal with the venue at all. I mean, this was all really like, the, like the experience that we were offering was really just in my hands, which was actually great. Um, and we did do a lot of events that were just fun. Um, but we ended up donating hundred percent of the proceeds to, um, to, I mean, at that time, people were making masks like out of sewing machines in their houses. So we were donating a lot to um, different organizations that were helping with PPE. And now, I mean, we're we're doing a ton of corporate virtual events all the time. And it's it's really great. I mean, now you're able to do wine tastings virtually and nobody has to leave their house. And now the availability of people has actually grown because they don't have to travel as much. So it's it, it was a little crazy at the beginning, but it ended up really working out. And now what I've done to really pivot is 
we've partnered with a number of hotels in Manhattan and we're partnering with hotels in the Hamptons and Montauk and even now in San Francisco. And you know, we're just growing and it's amazing. Um, but what we're doing is we have a virtual model where people can experience from anywhere, which is pretty cool because now you can experience things that like a New York City tour, even if you're you know in England. And now all of a sudden our regular events are virtual. So we've got people from all over the world that are joining. I mean, we had three people from Denmark at our last one, which is really cool. So it's been, it's been, it's, it's been a really tough year, the 2020, but 2021 has been so amazing because now we've really gotten our grip on things and now um, things are starting to, so now we've got virtual and we have in-person events and we'll always have our virtual events. So no matter what hotels we partner with all over the country and hopefully one day all over the world, they'll always be able to experience the virtual experiences that we offer. And then per city, we'll have more in-person ones. Well, that's the thing. And and that's one of the things that I really want to um, it, to speak to. And that is that you've allowed people from all over who would never have met before actually meet um, virtually. Yes, but you you've given people uh, a connection. You've given people who might never leave the house. Uh, you've given people who are are afraid to go out, uh, something that they couldn't get their hands on before. In yeah. fact, you were featured uh, in 2020 on ABC 2020. Yeah. Tell me what that was like. It was really cool. Um, they reached out to me. They they were doing a piece on the Corona hustle and they reached out to me and they were like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, well, we're, we're still cruising. I mean, we're doing virtual events and we're still making people really happy. And it's it's been really beautiful to see. And honestly, again, as an event player, it's less challenging location wise and all of that, but it's definitely more challenging to create experiences, uh, to create like a user experience, make sure that everybody's having a good time. You know, it's usually at a real event, you see somebody in the corner, maybe emailing or on their phone, maybe fake phone calls. I don't know what they're doing, but I'll always go over to them and be like, hey, come join everybody. And like, let me introduce you to a couple of people and make them feel really special. You obviously can't do that on, uh, you know, when you're all in little boxes, but uh, it's, it's, it's also shown me that introverts have an opportunity to really kind of stand out because they're in their own comfort zone. So it's been really cool watching how people have really come together virtually in these events. And we have a, we call it business roulette. Um, I make everybody talk about really positive things and everybody always leaves the event saying, you know, what a great experience it was because it was really positive. Like there's no politics. There's no talking about, oh, the pandemic and how bad it is. And everybody knows how bad it is. Everybody's lost people. Everybody, you know, this pandemic has affected everybody in so many negative ways, but there are still ways to pull positives out of even the darkest situ situations. And that's why our events have really done so well. And that's why we've literally built a whole company off of referrals. It's pretty amazing. Well, let's go back to you and being a salesperson and being an extrovert and being able to cold call and, and so on. You've yeah. actually taken something that, as I said, you packed your car, you moved to the West Coast, you came back, you knew that, you know, that that was going to be temporary, whether it be a year or two years, it was temporary. You came back, yes, you'd been in New York before, but as you said, New York is very transient. You moved to 
Manhattan, which is a big difference from being in Connecticut, moving to, to Manhattan and starting a business. So in, in the time that you started to now, what do you see uh, as growth within yourself? Well, like you said, the it was transient and my whole network changed. So actually going all the way back, um, I really cold called a lot of places to get new partners in New York City. So I would just like go to a restaurant and I would ask to speak to the manager, I would tell them what I'm doing, or I'd even just walk by a place and say, hey, I like this place um, and start working with them that way. And um, just being able to build the network in New York City, a new network in New York City. And now we obviously have to do it all over again because most of our restaurants have closed. But, um, but yeah, building the network is is been a really big part of this whole thing. And you've pushed forward, even though, as you said, there were naysayers at the very beginning. No. You 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 knew that this was something that you wanted to do, and you know that this is something that every single day. It's it's not only building you up, but look at all the other people that that you are building up who as your introverts who never would have come out, who are now meeting people that they would never have met before. Uh, how did you even break into, you said you cold called, you have a uh, contract, one of your biggest clients is the Marriott. How did you even manage that? I just... I mean, like I, you could put me anywhere. I could talk to anybody. So I would just walk in and say, hi, can I please speak to the manager? And they would talk to me and I would let them know who I am. And I don't know, right? I just always created a really great rapport and people work with the people that they like to work with. And thankfully, uh, a lot of people like working with me. So it was, it was pretty magical the way that it all came together. And now even it's coming together again. And um, we do now finally officially have the Marriott again. And we have other hotels as well that we're so proud of. And <clears throat> just uh, if you back to like what you said about, you know, creating this experience, like if you see the reviews on our Google, people really are just feeling so special by what we're providing. And it's all those naysayers, like I'm still getting them. They're still like, oh, this isn't a good model. Or, But then we still have so many people who do think it's a great model. And I can't tell you how many calls I'm on in a day where people will be like, oh, I really love what you're doing. Like, that's a really great idea. I just need one of those to kind of take away all those 10 people who are like, oh, it's not a good idea. Because that, that's it, right. And you yeah, believe in yourself. Yeah, believe exactly. in yourself is big. Yeah. So since the day that I started, since the day I left that lunch and I started the LLC, that was the day that I felt my purpose. Like I found my purpose. I felt it with every single bone in my body. And, you know, the naysayers, they're not necessarily like being mean about it. They're like, no. you're so talented. Like, why don't you just do this for our company? You don't have to, you know, have your own company and do all this stuff on your own. You're so talented. Just do it for somebody else. And I'm like, yeah, I, I will. If, if, this doesn't work, but why wouldn't it work? I mean, like it's working like in, and you know, I, I did a podcast interview a few months ago and the interviewer said, you know, I know there's always thresholds. So if it doesn't work out by this time, then you have to walk away. And I was like, actually, no, because I had thresholds. Like when I was like, when I was down to 20 grand, I was, cause I built this company out of my savings. So I was like, when I was down to 20 grand, that's when I need to go get a job. And then I was down to 20 grand, but my, my, the results and the, even though the money wasn't exactly there, the 
progress was so measurable each day. I mean, we were getting so many people to talk to us and it was just such like an amazing thing that was happening that I couldn't walk away from it. So, um, yeah, you, you, you really have to like follow your gut. <laughs> Cause if I didn't, and I was just like, all right, fine, you're right. Let me go, let me go take the normal route and, you know, get a job, which I'm sure would have been great. Um, I wouldn't be here today. And I'm really happy with where I am. And I'm really, really happy with where the company is. Well, the other thing is that not only have you grown, um, you've grown personally, you've grown the business, you've also grown your staff from zero. When I, when we first talked to how many people uh, do you have on the team now? I mean, we've got nine people on the team and tomorrow is a huge day for me because my first assistant starts. So I am going to be able to be a normal person soon and not wake up at like three and 4 a.m. every day. So, well, I probably still will, but I won't be like as crazy all day because I'm finally going to have an assistant and this is like a life-changing event for me. So you've not only reached out to people who wouldn't have uh, participated before, wouldn't have had the self-esteem to go out and, and participate. You've helped people during the pandemic uh, connect. And now you've actually um, given work to people who are, I'm sure they have the same kind of energy as you do. So all in all, you are not just a success business-wise, but your success on a on a personal level in, in doing so much for people out there. So if you had one thing to say to anyone who was trying to start out today, especially today with so many people having had to change their lives and maybe they have a dream, what would you tell them? I would tell them to just go for it. I mean, like I, I didn't go to some crazy fancy school or anything like that. I didn't even study hospitality in school. I just found something that was my niche. Like I found something that I truly loved and I was good at and that, you know, I could work 15 hours, 20 hours in a day. And it doesn't feel like work because I really love what I'm doing. And if you can find something like that, then you go for it and don't let anybody stop you or just, listen, you take what people say with a grain of salt. Sometimes they are right. You know, something you don't want to just be like, oh no, I'm just like on my highway and it's my way or the highway. Cause that's, that's not a good way to be either. Um, but I would say that if you feel like you can do something, then do it. And if you feel it in your gut and your heart, then you have to go for it because otherwise you're just always going to say like, what if, like, if I stopped, at that threshold that I told you about this whole time, I'd be like, all right, yeah, great. I'm making a great paycheck. I'm working. I'm, you know, I'm sure I'm making friends at work and my life is amazing and whatever. But I always would have been like, what if I just kept trying? You know, you always have to just like keep trying and just make sure that you don't, you keep your eye on the prize because the prize is great. And like, listen, the struggles are super real, but so are the wins. And the feeling that you get as an entrepreneur, when you have created something from nothing and something, you know, you get one of those wins. It's like, Oh my God, you feel like you're like King Kong. It's the most amazing thing ever. It's, it's something that I hope everybody gets a chance to experience at least once in their life. Cause it's truly uh, something that really helps you get up in the morning. 
Well, one thing that just came to mind, you're abcvip.nyc, yet you're doing virtual events now. You're, as you said, you're going to start, you know, as we slowly reopen, do, you know, start doing some in-person. That's going to take a while. So you've actually been able to reach people, not only in Denmark, but I'm sure all over the, the uh, U.S., um, are you looking for that? Are you going to continue on that expansion and doing virtual and being able to say above and beyond concierge, not just New York City, but? Yeah, we are. Um, there's going to be, so it's .nyc. Um, we're either going to have like miami.abcvip or it'll be abcvip.mia. You know, we're, we're, we're actually in the middle of redoing our website right now and figuring out the URL thing. But yes, we will, every city will have its own basically subdomain from our main website and it's going to be amazing. So we'll have like our main website that will have the virtual stuff live on it. And then any location that you click on the main website will bring you to a subdomain that will have its own URL. And yeah, it's going to be, going to be pretty amazing. We're hoping to be, um, it's uh, San Francisco and Napa and San Diego in the next three months. And then Miami and, uh, well, and then also Montauk and the Hamptons. We're doing that for the summer. And then um, we'll be in Miami, Fort Lauderdale area, and also Austin and Chicago, because we already have the networks there. So I'm hoping to be there in all those places by 2023. And just can't tell you how excited I am to be able to bring this experience to every city because they need it. I mean, it's so hard to navigate any city and we're not only navigating it, but we're allowing people to feel like VIPs. Well, Jackie, I think what you're doing is, is fantastic. I think that where you've come from and how you have pushed forward and how you're expanding and allowing people to really connect with one another, have a great time, and at times they're contributing uh, to their community. Um, where can people find out more information? Um, I just want to also add one more thing back of course. to your question. I mean, your question before, but um, to the people who do want to start a company, you don't have, I mean, listen, if I could go back, any advice I could actually give is if I could go back, I would have gone to one of those courses, those like three-day courses, you know, to like learn how to, I mean, I've made my own business plan, of course, but I mean, I built the whole company off YouTube videos and Google. Um, so it doesn't really matter what your background is. You can do it. It's like, I did it. I mean, it's literally YouTube and Google are, and there's so many other platforms as well that are just so powerful. But if I could give some advice, I would say just like spend the money to like one of those, like one or three day classes that just like is a deep dive on how to create a company, because I probably would have saved myself some time and some, you know, headaches if I had done that. But, um, yeah, you guys can find us at abcvip.nyc. You just type that in the URL or on Google. And it's the same thing with our Instagram. It's abcvipnyc, and that's in all of our social tags. Jackie, thank you so much. Um, you're fantastic. So this has been great, well, and keep, keep at it. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. And to be able to come back on two years later with like such a different story is really cool. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for joining me today. If you liked what you heard, please share it with another person you think would be interested. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. Join me next week when I talk to another 
extraordinary, inspiring woman. Today's podcast is sponsored by Upper Deck, the national full-service virtual gym that has reinvented the at-home workout experience. Upper Deck has more than 30 strength and cardio classes a week. Named Best Fitness Club in the Gold Coast for 2020, Upper Deck brings the gym to you with live coaching and motivation. Upper Deck's unique classes are interactive. They have two coaches, one leading your workout and one keeping her eyes on you, providing feedback and encouragement in real time. For a free week of unlimited virtual classes with no strings attached, email info at upperdeckfitness.com and let Upper Deck know you're a Sylvia and me listener. This has been a Life of Prey production.